Hello and welcome to a new episode of Coffee and Contemplation with Susan. This is the first episode for 2022. I'm Susan Dunlop and if you've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new, thanks for joining me. I am a professional coach and a Three Vital Questions Certified Facilitator. This podcast show is about women coming on to share their stories, everyday good-hearted women who have done amazing things, even if they think they haven't. As I mentioned late last year, I will also talk on the work of the drama triangle shift towards the empowerment dynamic, which is the work I am focused on in my coaching practice. But before we kick off, February is my new January because I had to stop. And I was just wondering whether you ever feel like you need to stop, but then you don't, you just keep on running. I got COVID in January. It made me realize that I was having one of those feather brick truck kind of stops that the universe sends us that are very real. I spoke earlier in, I think it was episode 21 on the feather brick truck O-Duck moments. It's pretty much a metaphor that I learned at a business course way back. And I applied it ever since in relation to when things were coming up in my business, I had to realize that there were messages being sent to me that I could ignore or I could actually take um, a moment's pause and see what's being in front of me that I need to deal with. Feather brick truck moments don't come once, just like COVID really. Feather brick truck moments are there to keep us safe our entire lives. They're there to help us on our journey and to you know, maybe help us make life a little bit easier. I think if we if we ignore them, we tend to actually cause problems for ourselves. I thought I would just discuss that just briefly today before we kick off into the new year. Talking in terms of a feather type of message, now you're feeling like you need to stop it. You get quiet, you think about where you're headed, but then you rush forward and you leave that behind. And that to me is a feather kind of message floating down in front of you. So you have a choice, you can pick it up and take one or two or three hours, a journal, you know, your notepad, and write out what you need to get out of your head and onto paper. It gives you pause and then you get to start afresh. So it's there for a reason so that you don't run into any uh, other dramas as you continue on. You have the other choice is you walk over it because you're too busy to see it because you're very busy being busy. But then there's the brick kind of stop. And that came to me in that bout of COVID, I think in early January, I would say is my example of it. You know, the symptoms appeared, they disappeared, I high-fived myself and that I got through it okay, that was great. But then an exhaustion came down on me from my brain through to my toes and it stayed for a few weeks. And I tried bucking out of it and I was thinking, oh gosh, because I don't get sick and, you know, and I never really ever feel this type of tiredness, but it was a type of tiredness that I couldn't explain I've ever experienced before. You know, January to me is, you know, I've got new big things I want to get done and I'm usually running straight into it, but the exhaustion stayed. So I had to actually pay attention to it. And that to me was a brick because I realized that it was the universe telling me my body just really needed me to be kind to me for a moment. I tested it. I, you know, got through a first week and I tried doing creative things. I pulled my mosaic out to do and my brain fog just wasn't seeing colour. It was like it was like a grey mood that was just hovering. So I just wrapped it back up and put it away again. And then I remembered quickly that this is, you know, what it was. It was, you know, be okay. Being hit with a brick is okay because I had to stop and then I stopped and it worked. 
if I hadn't stopped, I don't know where it would have gone. I think it would not be good for your body to fight against that type of fatigue. I think you'd actually extend it. Again, it's a different type of um, exhaustion to what I've experienced, so I don't even know what would happen. To me, a truck kind of message, you know, when it's about stopping, you know, it means you need to stop so that something really bad doesn't happen. Can you imagine any ideas of trucks in your life that were that have come in front of you that showed you that you needed to uh, pay attention for a moment? And I'm not talking, as I said, I'm not talking the COVID story. I think truck messages come because we've ignored the feather message and then the brick message. You know, what could the universe deliver by way of you being hit by a truck, metaphorically speaking? So I thought about that and I think, oh, well, I've actually got no trucks happening right now in my life. That's good. But it made me think that, you know, realistically, for the last two and a bit years, the universe has actually been sending us tons of each kind of the messages as the feather bricks and trucks have been raining down or at us. And I think, you know, a lot of us have just tried to just keep swimming, as Dory would say, you know, tried to be brave and I think it's actually quite exhausting in itself anyway to do that. You know, how's that work for you? If you keep on going and going and going without stopping to look up and see what's good ahead of you, what's the end of this year going to look like? I think the way of being, the way we were pre-COVID, you know, that seemed like it was an easy thing to say when it had only been around one year. It's been a long time and we used to have vast, fun decisions, booking flight, seeing everyone, traveling, returning, traveling again large family gatherings were just a thing you invite people to a 21st and everyone would come we haven't had that businesses oh my gosh you know have been disrupted completely and have had to establish whole new normals for themselves where are we now what is going on now and where do you want to be 12 months from now for me the messages of my life have been it's okay to put a full stop on the page with the COVID I actually ended up realizing I needed to stop because I had achieved a lot last year. There was a lot of things that I needed to celebrate and respect and and be okay that I didn't need to rush forward with the next thing. Even just taking myself off social media, that was an interesting change for me that I actually stopped adding to the noise of society and I stopped seeing so much that I don't need to see. So again, it might have been that I just needed to actually really just you know unplug myself a bit longer yeah, and then the COVID came so it totally did put the full stop on the page. I think if we acknowledge where we've come to these past few years you know you could hug yourself for one thing that you've done so well because it's been the most extraordinary ride I think we've endured ever in my history anyway. I've got three adult daughters and I recall calling them on the night the the Prime Minister disrupted you know, Dancing with the Stars in early 2020. As a human let alone a business owner I took in Morrison's message that night and I got goosebumps. You know, it was like a full stop to one era of our lives. And I checked, were the girls okay with what was rolling out before our eyes? Just making them pause to acknowledge that what was being told to us that night was something that we've not experienced before. We haven't in Australia been told what we can do and what we can't do. And that was only the beginning of it. You know, jobs were going to be lost the next day. And the, the amount of restrictions that have been placed on us like this has, has been insane. But, I mean, I understand the need for it. The insanity of it is just, yeah, it just makes you really wonder what was the what was it all about. I've watched from the sidelines of others' lives, my clients and other people I know in businesses locally, and I know I've fared very well and my heart goes out to so many people who've been you know, put in the place of needing to even choose between their lifetime career where mandates about vaccines have actually put their career, say, as a nurse aside to go and work in an admin job 
because they don't want to get vaccinated. And that's become something that's just normal in Australia. So what's that all about? Anyway, feather brick and truck moments, you know, they come and it's important to do what you need to do for you. To me, I was fearful of getting COVID and I got it. So the message I took away was my immune system is strong, thankfully. The depletion and exhaustion afterwards meant that I need to focus now on nourishing myself and strengthening my body as best I can, just in case, because it does come back, you can get it again. I'm I'm hopeful that that's not so real that that's going to happen, but it can. That led me to retreating quietly for me into the remainder of January was uh, an important step for me to take. And I think some of us don't know how to get off the machine and you know if you can unplug and just not be looking to see what's outside of your space you've got a lot that's coming from within you that would be far more important for you to pay attention to I've never felt brain fog before and it was quite a lesson and you know as I began to start reconnecting with my vision because I do all my vision work at this time of year, I tried. I thought, okay, I turned over the flip chart page one morning. I actually brought it through to the the lounge because it's so hot here and I've got the air con on. So I I stood there with my marker pen. I went, no, I've got nothing. But I had no energy in my legs. My brain just went, I've got nothing to map here. So just go and just go back and get yourself a cup of tea and we'll do this another time. So, you know, usually I do big mapping of where I'm headed and I just couldn't even think of it. It was just beyond me. So I sidestepped around my good old business visioning, one, two, three steps, and I found a new path over the next few days. It sort of came to me from, as I said, inside me, I actually realized that I needed to find a new way of doing things. So I wrote down um, instead in my journal, what will help me get back up and live my one vision as me? And I had my two-page business plan on the Mac and it told me, you know, what I said I wanted a year ago. But there was no passion fueling it. I could feel that it was a bunch of statements, you know, outcomes, targets. I had my values there. That was fine. Who my clients were, what my marketing messages were, all that type of thing. But it just felt, well, maybe my brain fog was telling me it was also a bit grey. and I needed some colour to put into it. So I thought, you know, what could I add to the business plan because we can change what we do. We don't have to stick to templates. To what I actually said I wanted last year to become more colourful, alive, magic, tantalising for me to get up to each day with a smile. So just randomly, I added some empty squares to the table in the Word format business plan. In those, I put down what personal changes am I going to make? And all, all of these have got a list of five. So I tend to write in fives. So what personal changes am I going to make that are really important? What five commitments am I going to make? And what are the highest value targets of mine personally and also in business? What are my non-negotiables? They're important to include, I think. And my life rules, you know, know, leave people better than you found them, all of that type of thing. Plus the best routines that have worked for me in the past. I deleted my old top five values because values do change. And I tell that to my clients a lot. So I reworked those even to make them even juicier. And I could feel that the brain fog was heavy, but the work I pulled out and put onto that page was really deep inner work. It was the words that were coming from within me that I hadn't found before. But what resulted was a business plan that's authentic. It makes me smile just thinking about it. It gives me balance between objectives, mission targets, and all my personal mandates about what I have to give to make it happen, what I have to commit to, the self-control that I need to put in place, things that I need that will even improve such simple things as like, you know, your self-confidence. So you need to 
incorporate that? What what actually will help you improve your self-trust, your self-confidence and your self-esteem even? You know, it can be something like that can go into the plan because as business owners, we know we often take lots of knocks when it comes to our self-confidence in the world, especially if you, you are on social media. At the bottom line of the business plan, the biggest smile was that all of it touches on what's important to me, is important to my husband, my family, and to those people I'm serving. Yeah, it's was, it was a, it a pretty amazing looking business plan. So I was quite happy with it. I tweaked it for a few more days because I was really being honest with it. I had to keep on checking going, oh, you just wrote those words. They're just motherhood statements. You know, just change it and make it real words, real words from inside me. So I replaced anything that didn't feel completely me. And then the good stuff came next. So what I did after that, I don't know if you know about stream of consciousness writing. I've done that a fair bit in writing my book that you you basically set a timer or you give yourself a page limit and you give yourself a topic and you write and don't lift your pen off the page until you get to the, the deadline. The deadline of the time you gave yourself, which is a page is usually seven minutes or you give yourself a page. So so I sat with a notebook and I wrote, articulate my vision for the year as if I were a magician, write what's possible and no limitations. What has to happen between now and 31st of December 2022 to make this my best year yet, albeit one month short of a whole year, but I'm okay with that. I didn't let the pen stop until the page was full. I didn't disrupt what's coming up. I pretty much watched my pen write out really interesting ideas and thoughts. Some were good, some bad. You have to acknowledge stuff that's coming up. So I just let that all come out as well. But it was better on paper than not. With that brain fog still lifting even further, I still couldn't stand up to a whiteboard. I just wasn't interested in anything that was that way, that was the old school way of me. And then there's another step after that, but I won't bamboozle you with that today. If that's something that you would like to do, there's that idea of what I just did onto one page. I mean, I could support you with it as a coach and in one session we could do it together. But you can easily do it yourself. Just only if if it's daunting to you, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. There's one really empowering, passion-fueled action you can take that's not about the worry. It's not about the anxiety of the problems or what hasn't happened yet about COVID and the never-ending news that's coming towards us that's frightening us because we get so caught up in what we don't want, like me with COVID. Um, I didn't want it, but I got it, but now I haven't. Rather than putting our focus on what we really do want, it's a very big thing of human beings to focus on the drama and being stuck in that cycle. Imagine if you focused on what you do want instead and then think of all the things that are in place that can actually help you make that happen. You might already have things in place that you already are doing towards it. So it's quite a surprising starting point for you to do. So if you've not visioned your 2022 year, give it a try. I'm talking for you personally as well as career or in business, if that's all of you. The vision I wrote out was an absolutely glorious mix of everything that's me. It was family, creativity, travel, retirement plan, how I'm delivering, who I'm delivering my work to, and some of my other missions that are wrapped around the book. They're all there. So I have now captured it. So just here on one piece of paper, no more, a pen, no distractions, turn off your phone, tell anyone that you're not around right now. You just need to just give yourself really, as I said, honestly, seven minutes. Write what you truly desire that gives you wealth in all areas of your life, not just financially this coming year. So I think that's enough for today.
And as I said, it's the beginning of February and I'll be back soon with new episodes with some amazing guests. So let me know if you do do that process or if you'd like some support, you're welcome to email me susan at susandunlop.com.au or even share your vision with me. I'd love to celebrate what's important to you because getting it onto paper is the one baby step towards making it happen. Thank you for joining me today. As I said, I'm Susan Dunlop, professional coach and Three Vital Questions certified facilitator in some pretty amazing work that I'm doing. I look forward to uh, speaking again next week. Mm -hmm.